really the biggest thing I tell any writer is just get it done before you start, you know, really critiquing it or editing it or giving up on it. Until you get it finished, you don't really know what you need to change or improve. So really just keep at it and get it done and then go back and and see, you know, what needs to be made better. We'll talk about this and much more today. Welcome to a Writer's Day podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a Writer's Day podcast. My name is Ruth Douthit, and I'm an award-winning multi-published author of many books. And I thank you for joining me on this podcast, which I started for you. Folks who like to listen to award-winning, best-selling authors talk about their new releases and their writing journeys. And that's what we're here to do today. So thank you for coming. And if you like what you're hearing, please consider following me and subscribing and join my newsletter at artbyruth.com. Sign up for my newsletter and you can download a free copy of my novella, The Letter Opener. It's a family drama set in the 1980s and all the way back to World War II Poland. It's definitely drama. So I hope that you enjoy it. And I've been working on drawing dragons for an upcoming coloring book, my second coloring book project with fairies and wolves and dragons. Oh my, that should be out this fall in time for Christmas. So I've been busy and I know you've been busy and the summer's coming to an end. So we are going to listen to prolific best-selling author Melody Carlson today talk about her newest book, A Royal Christmas. Yay! I'm always excited to talk about Christmas, and she writes some beautiful Christmas novellas. So, you know the drill. Grab your favorite beverage, a comfortable chair, kick back, relax, as we talk a little bit of Christmas, get into that Christmas spirit as we join Melody Carlson to talk about her new book. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our Writer's Day podcast. I'm excited to have you here because we are going to be talking a little bit about Christmas. Yay! And uh, I live in the desert southwest. So when summer begins to end, we are very excited about it, (laughs) especially this year where we had over 90 days of three-digit temperatures. So the fact that the weather is starting to change is perfect, and I'm excited to talk about A Royal Christmas with best-selling author Melody Carlson. Welcome back, Melody. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Any chance I get to talk about Christmas, I'm super excited about. But this book sounds amazing. But first, update my readers a little bit about yourself. I know there's probably, I mean, my listeners a little bit about yourself. I know there's probably maybe like two people out there who haven't heard of you. But if you could just give us a little glimpse into who you are, then we'll talk about your new book. Uh, Well, I am a writer among a few other things, but um, I'm considered one of the most prolific writers. Uh, which (laughs) I don't know if that's good (laughs) or bad. Uh, We live in central Oregon where we're in the middle of fire season. And um, we actually left home a few days ago to escape the smoke and then ended up in California where there were fires. Mm. (laughs) So, so I'd like to think about Christmas too. (laughs) 
Yes, you are prolific. Over 250 books with sales of more than 7.5 million. And it really seems like your Christmas novellas resonate with a lot of your readers. Is that true? I think so. Um, it's It's been really fun because I, when I first started it over 20 years ago, um, it was actually my editor's idea. Like, what if we did this? And at that time, nobody was really doing Christmas novellas and, mm -hmm. and we didn't really know, you know, what's going to happen. And here I've been doing one every year since then. And it's, it's really been fun. My readers look forward to it. I look forward to it. It's, uh, it's hilarious because I'm always writing them in the heat of summer, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> they're a good winter read, good snuggle up by the fire read. I definitely agree. Do you find it's different though, to plot out or, you know, brainstorm for a Christmas book rather than just a regular, you know, women's fiction or, you know, rom romance, romantic comedy? Well, you know, one of the, the things that is different is, is the pacing of it because it's a shorter book. So I have to sort of put myself in a different gear and then um, also, you know, keep reminding myself, oh yeah, it's Christmas time. It might be a hundred degrees outside, but <laughs> it's Christmas time in the book. But um, other than that, the elements of story and character kind of are similar. I think any story, whether it's a historical or sci-fi or whatever, you know, the elements are basically the same. Mm -hmm, that's true. What's your writing process though? And has it changed over the years? You know, it really hasn't changed that much. It's um, just get in the chair and let it go. And I follow the story and um, it just, it, I write pretty quickly because that's the way that I think. And that's the way that I'm, I feel like I'm chasing the story. And so it's like, just, just the way that I work and um, I don't plot. I don't outline. I just, wow let the character lead me. That's great. Do you come up with the characters first or the story first and then develop the characters? Oh, it, it's a little bit of both, you know, mm -hmm. and not always the same. I mean, sometimes it's a setting that will pull me in and, and kind of in this book, you know, the setting was a pretty big deal and that, that pulled me in, but um, the characters are, you know, almost always the leader. Sometimes they're second to the, you know, like I said, the setting, or if it's a historical, maybe it's setting to the whatever was going on in history. But um, the characters are pretty important. Well, let's jump into A Royal Christmas and give us a little summary of the story. Um, it, it, our main character is um, a struggling law student and the reason she's struggling is because she's you know financially challenged she's been on her own her mother was a single mom who raised her bravely you know by being a nurse and doing the best she could but she has passed on and when I first created her I gave her a, a more interesting last name and then as the story evolved I realized oh no she has to have a really common last name because as you would find in the story they had been trying to find her and in America, because she's doesn't, you know, they don't live in the country of her birth father. And so Smith was, of course, because <laughs> she had an unusual first name. But so anyway, um, Adeline was, um, she gets this 
mysterious letter that of course she thinks it's a scam because it's you know it's too good to be true saying she's related somehow to this uh, principality in kind of eastern europe near austria and she's heard of the the country but you know the this is like fairy tales are made of and sounds more like a Hallmark movie than my real life. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's convincing and her friend convinces her to, to follow it up and find out. And so she does. And sure enough, she, her, her birth father, which has always been a mystery to her is the King of this little principality in Montovia. And he wants her to come visit and it's Christmas time. Oh, that's great. And that sounds a little different than your other Christmas stories in that this one involves a royal family. What made you want to write about that? Well, interestingly enough, this was the editor's suggestion and the it was several editors and they kept saying, you know, would I consider doing it a Christmas book about royalty? And I was like, mm, not really. <laughs> And it just, it didn't seem like something I would do, but, um, the book prior to this was, I don't think it was the year before, but I think it was two years before was set in France. And I had such a fun time writing it in France and, and it's not about royalty, but it is kind of a family mystery and a girl goes to find out things and it's this clockmaker's family. Mm. And I had such fun with it. I thought, well, you know, maybe this could kind of have a feel like that and so I, I told them I'd play with it and then I came up with this idea and just went with it and I actually really enjoyed it in fact enough so that I'm going to do another royal book that I'm just about ready to start writing for yeah, another publisher wonder. that that asked or something like that so I thought okay and then actually this one a royal Christmas shortly after it was finished I was talking with the movie producer about another project and she said have you written anything for royals or about royals? I well, as a matter of fact. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I went ahead and adapted it while it was still fresh in my mind for a screenplay. And, and she um, took it and is planning to produce it in South Africa, of all places. Wow. Yeah. That is terrific. And you yeah, had experience in that with uh, The Happy Camper. And how did that end up doing in the in the movie business for you? Um, okay, it is actually still playing um, on right. FTV. I just saw an ad for it the other day, and I, it was they were just kind of showcasing several of their summer movies, and I saw the Happy Camper flashby, and I'm like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> that is so exciting. <laughs> now, this story, though, Montovia is a fictional country, right? How did that come about? Was it difficult to write, like, the uh, world uh, of a fictional country? Well, yeah, it's a challenge because it doesn't exist. <laughs> but um, when I was in Europe, I did go to a couple of really small countries like Liechtenstein and Luxembourg. And so I kind of had those images of those places in my head. And then I just did, did some research as far as the history of, of where, where could that fictional setting be? I mean, like geog geographically, if I can't even talk, but <laughs> geographically. <laughs> And um, there, you know, that was a challenge. So that, so I wanted to have the terrain to sort of ring true, and the architecture, and the culture, and the customs. So those things, you know, that took a little imagination, a little bit of research, and kind of melding some cultures and traditions and things together. And 
And of course it's fiction, so I can make it go, you know, whichever way mm-hmm. I wanted. But yeah, I kind of pulled in some, some German influence and Austrian and Hungarian, a <laughs> little, little bit of this and that. That's fun though. I think that's fun where you're world building and like that is your own universe. <laughs> yes. And of course it had to be just a beautiful, charming town and a mm-hmm. beautiful castle, of course. And I, I took little bits and pieces of places that I had visited in Europe and just melded them into this castle that I want to go visit now. <laughs> yeah, right. Sounds in wonderful. Dreams. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, in this story, there's a little bit of a mother-daughter relationship going on, even though the mother is deceased. Adelaide right. gets to explore who her mother was. Uh, how did that go, go about creating all that storyline? Right. Well, her mother, you know, had toured Europe with a friend and the mother didn't really have money. It was the friend's aunt that kind of helped them get where they were going and that. And she was a very strikingly beautiful woman and, of course, would draw attention, you know, a lot of times where she, you know, wherever she would be. And so she drew the attention of who was the crown prince of Montovia and he didn't let them know that's who he was, but they knew he was wealthy and had influence and he just kind of swept them away and took them to, you know, his, his summer, not a palace, but his estate and mm-hmm. just, you know, they'd never you know been in such a place and she fell in love. And so he took her to his homeland. And of course she's not royalty and that didn't really work out too well. And, they broke it off. They broke up their engagement and she went home pregnant. So mm-hmm. um, that sounds Adelaide, like a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> and, but then she kept everything really secret about, and I think, you know, I never really did this in the book and I don't think I'm giving too much away, but she, I think she probably was fearful that she might lose her child, mm-hmm. you know, because of the power and the money and all of that. So she just lived a pretty quiet life and she never told her daughter anything about her father. That was a closed book. And so this was Adelaide's way of finding out what really happened. And, you know, I grew up with a single mom who divorced when I was very, very young and a totally absent father. And so a lot of times I would just sort of make up stories in my head, you know, what Mm -hmm. I didn't, didn't make him royalty. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I had other ideas of, you know, and I knew he was a piano player and he was a good looking guy. And, you know, so I could just, you know, so in a way I put, probably put some of Adelaide's storyline from my own life, maybe. Oh, that's neat, though. It's interesting that she gets to know who her mother is, but unfortunately <laughs> it's after her mom's gone. So that's kind of sad, but, but beautiful I know, but too, it, I think. Yeah. And it it just gives her a lot she had a lot of respect for her mother and love but it's you know when you don't have all the answers there's you know it's just that missing piece and yeah sometimes sometimes we don't get the pieces until somebody's gone so so now your books are well known for romance so what is the romance readers can look forward to in a royal christmas well we have Anton, <laughs> and I, I really liked him. He he is a um, 
it's part of the council for the country. There's there's different regions, and he represents a, a region that's struggling, and he really cares about the people. And because the king has been ailing, you know, some things have been going a little bit awry, and he's kind of trying to get things back on track. And of course, um, his character and the way that he takes care of Adeline is just um, just touches her heart and pulls her in and yeah sounds beautiful what an amazing story and it really does read like a a movie perfect (laughs) (laughs) now I'm drafting my very first uh, Christmas book I've done short stories before in an anthology but this is my first Christmas book that I'm writing and it's a family drama you know where they all gather at Christmas and they deal with some issues that were unresolved and so what advice would you give me or another writer trying to write a Christmas story for the very first time besides play Christmas music while you're writing, which I've been doing? <laughs> yes. yes. And yeah. Keep that hot cocoa coming. No. <laughs> um, yeah. I, you know, I, I think again, I would say, you know, keep those story elements that, you know, are true good story elements, you know, just the, the keeping the characters real and keeping the plot pulling you along and the way that you create plot is with problems, which it sounds like you're doing because you've got a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you have a family, no, it, yeah, you, you've got those dynamics. So that's good. But really the biggest thing I tell any writer is just get it done before you start, you know, really critiquing it or editing it or giving up on it. You know, until you get it finished, you don't really know what you need to change or improve. So really just keep at it and get it done and then go back and and see you know what needs to be made better Mm, good advice do you have in your books uh the proverbial almost cliche christmas tree decorating scene (laughs) yes i do but you just have to have that right but i I turn it into this big conflict (laughs) oh that's what it was in my house when i was a kid (laughs) Well, you know, it, we were a little bit like that, you know, not in the way that it, see, this is in the palace. So, of course, um, the queen, who you will meet later, isn't the nicest person. And so it, things go a little awry with that. But uh, yeah, my sister and I used to always argue about how to put the tinsel on. You know, she wanted <laughs> to hang each one, one by one by one. And I'm like, I got other things to do. And I want to just throw it. Yeah. And I'd say, see, it looks more realistic. It's like the snow falling. You know, it's just, and she's like, it's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that makes for an excellent scene in a Christmas story. I love that. So what can readers expect next? Melody Carlson. Well, in the springtime, I've got a new novel coming. Just just for the summer? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. And it's a fun one because it's um, two women that work in the hospitality industry in totally different places. One works in this kind of rundown river lodge, um, fishing lodge, and the other one's in this um, pretty cool boutique hotel in Seattle and they do a job swap for the summer and it gets real interesting. <laughs> mm, it's one of those what could go wrong type of storylines, <laughs> right? What could possibly yes. go wrong? <laughs> yes. And, and the then some things, some things uh-huh. go right too, for oh, at least for good. one of them, you know, oh, one, of okay. them, one of them. 
I love the title, Just for the Summer. That's going to be so fun. And readers, you can connect with Melody at her website, MelodyCarlson.com, where I'm sure they can sign up for your newsletter, right? Right, which I've so far behind on it. I've had just quite the year and I'm just trying to get caught up. I'm hoping in the fall to get caught up. Okay, great. And you can definitely purchase a copy or order a copy uh, at Baker Publishing Group, ChristianBook.com, and Barnes Noble. And make sure you ask for it too when you go to your favorite bookstore. And Melody, thank you so much for joining me today to talk about A Royal Christmas. Thank you for having me. Wasn't that great to listen to Melody talk about A Royal Christmas? It sounds like an amazing story that probably could make a terrific movie. I hope that happens for her. And I started reading Christmas in the Alps, which was her Christmas book a couple of years ago. And so I really look forward to reading this one. A Royal Christmas comes out in early September. You can pre-order a copy today. So make sure you do so and go to her website, sign up for her newsletter. And as she said, Make sure you're always going forward on your writing journey. Just get your story done. Don't worry about critiquing it or worrying about who's going to like it. Just get it done. And then you can go back and make changes. So keep going forward on this writing journey, one step at a time. And until next time, God bless.